Welcome to the Free From Binge Eating Podcast with me, Breed, your host. Binge eating sucks. Trust me, I know. I was stuck in that spiral of binge, restrict, diet, yo-yoing weight loss, feeling guilty and ashamed, and hating my body for 10 years. Now that I'm out, I'm turning my pain into purpose by helping you stop binging, start loving your body, self, and life again. It's time to live free from binge eating. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome everyone back to this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. To any newbies around here, welcome. Nice to meet you. Thanks for tuning in. You're gonna love this podcast. And if you found me here, definitely pop over to Instagram, Free With Breed, to connect with me more. And one last thing before I dive into this, this episode for today. I want to say a huge thanks to all of the amazing women who this month have jumped into any of my courses, the 30 Day Reboot, Body Love Academy, and are really reaching out to get help to make long-term change in their lives. Well done to you guys. To name just a few, welcome to Clarice, Kate, Heidi, Ginny, Margarita, Polly, I think that's how I pronounce your name, Libby, Nikki, Andrea, Georgia, Chantal, Anna, Hannah, Laura, and Chloe. So thank you to you guys for trusting in me as well and getting this help and this guidance, this support in your journeys. I can't wait to see how things really change for you over the next few weeks and months. So keep me updated, by the way, guys, if you're listening to this. And to anyone who I didn't list out there, but you're you're thinking, you're kind of like on the fence about to join 30 Day or Body Love Academy, if you have any doubts, any questions, anything that you need to know before you can make that decision, never hesitate to reach out to me on Instagram at freewithbreed or just email me freewithbreed at gmail.com and we can get you that clarity so you can make the decision, so you can get off the fence and start taking action, whether it's with my course or someone else or in some other way. But let's just get you off the fence so you're not stuck in this place that you might be. On that note, that kind of segues me perfectly into this this episode. So If you are in a rut, if you're in this sort of dark spiral and you feel like things are just getting worse, definitely stick around because that's exactly what we're going into in this episode and how to get out of a rut. So let's set the scene a little bit. What exactly I'm talking about, you guys probably know exactly already, but just as an example, you know, you're maybe on a bit of a roll, you've been feeling really good about yourself, maybe about your body, maybe about the way the changes you've been making with your food relationship, you've been loosening the controls, you maybe haven't been binging in a few weeks or months, whatever it may be, you're feeling good. And then something happens, whether it's a sudden thing or a slow thing, and you just lose this this like good feeling you had. And things just start to get worse and worse. Maybe you start binging, you start overeating. You start feeling that panic of, I'm out of control, I'm out of control. Maybe your mindset is just feeling much more negative, much more anxious, self-critical. The controlling part of you with food, with your body is coming back into play. Maybe body checking starts up again and things are just getting worse. And you're trying to get yourself like back on track, as they say. I used to say that phrase so much. You keep trying to just like start the diet again on Monday or like get back on track on Monday or the start of the month, but you just can't seem to get back to where you were. And it's so frustrating. It's like, 
why can't I just get back there? Like, I was doing great. I was doing fine. What has happened? Like, why am I in this dark spiral that just seems to be getting worse? And how the hell can I get out? So we're going to go into exactly this in this episode today. If you've been feeling like you're in this rut, this like bad energy space, and you just can't pick yourself up out of it, this is what we're going to go through. I'm going to help you out. So before we go into the how to get out, I'm just going to break down like the type of rut you could have into two main different styles, let's say. So the first is it's from, the rut started from something sudden. So for example, something happened in your life, something emotional, maybe something that brought around big emotions, maybe a death or a breakup, maybe something less intense than those, but just there's just been this like shift in your emotions basically and that sort of was a catalyst for this sort of lower energy space, a negative mindset, your energy kind of just being like lower and so that brought you into the downward spiral. Maybe something happened like a change of pattern in your life whether it was on purpose or not, um, maybe you moved houses, moved countries, cities, whatever it is and you in this new place this new maybe a new job or whatever you haven't quite got back into the way you were before maybe an example of that actually is like work from home life or maybe going back to the office life and you haven't like readjusted adapted your ways and then sort of things are like letting loose and um yeah you kind of feel like you're losing control again that's definitely something I relate to a lot when the pandemic pandemic first hit and um, I had to adjust to work from home life so back then I was full-time in my old job as a data scientist so I went from full-time five days in the office to working from home with like this business on the side I definitely took quite some time to adjust an example is my exercise routine went from like four days a week going to the gym to suddenly just nothing that's actually taken a lot of time for me to get out of that pattern it took me quite a few months and only like now am I really feeling back with it So I can definitely relate to this. So I definitely got some tips for you guys. Um, Another example of something sudden happening that then was a catalyst for getting into a downward spiral is a big life event. For example, COVID, a global pandemic, or maybe you had a child and you just haven't got back into the swing of things or, you know, your life is actually so different that um, it's hard to get back into the swing of things because, for example, the child getting back into the swing of things was back when you had plenty of time and um, you didn't need to breastfeed all these things so I'll get to that in a second but basically those are some examples of something sudden happening affecting you and then leading into a downward spiral then another style of a rut forming is just sort of like a slow like losing of momentum losing your motivation losing energy this is probably from what I've heard from clients more common an example of like losing motivation could be you don't feel like you're getting results as fast as you want you're not you know becoming 100% binge free as soon as you thought you would or you wanted maybe you've been comparing to other people's healing journeys and you lose motivation because you're comparing to theirs and from what they're sharing at least um yours you're you feel like you're you're failing at it compared to them maybe losing energy because let's face it, this whole doing the work, changing your beliefs, changing your habits is hard work. And so it makes sense. Like sometimes you just lose energy. Like it's it's tiring to 
always be working on yourself, changing your life. So it really makes sense that, yeah, we do have these kind of like slow burnouts, losing momentum, losing steam. With both of those examples, the first thing I want to say is the beautiful thing about going into a downward spiral is you went downward from somewhere. So you were up at some point, or at least at a neutral, okay place. That suggests, that implies that you have been able to do it before. Even if it was just you you were on a high or in a good place for a week, you have been able to do it. Even if your rut feels like it's going longer than when you were in a good place before, you still have done it before. You have conquered that thing. Maybe it wasn't long-term forever, but you have done it. So you literally have this subconscious blueprint in your mind of how it's done, like how it feels for you, what it looks like for you. So it's proof that you literally can do it. And then that leads to something else I want to share is the mindset around a rut. We, in this hustle, busy, success-driven society, a rut is just like the worst thing ever. You're not being productive. You're not, not making positive change. You're not being positive. And so we really get hard on ourselves and almost shame ourselves for being stuck in ruts, for not being able to get ourselves out of it. I know I definitely did with my whole exercise routine for the first half of pandemic. I, I was often just like, oh God, I haven't worked out in ages. Like I'm not moving my body. I'm in this rut. I'm in this low energy state. And I also went through it just in terms of general energy from all of the lockdowns we had in the UK, just it really got to me at certain points. And I kept kind of just like being like, no, this is, it's not good to be in a rut. You know, society tells us we always need to be doing things and achieving and creating positive change in our lives and feeling happy and positive. So the first thing is just like, yes, it, it sucks to be in a rut. <laughs> I'm being real, like, it's not a great place. It doesn't feel great, but it's, it's not a failure. Like you're not bad. You are not failing by being in a rut. And that's something that a woman DM'd me about this week. She had been doing the 30-day reboot. She finished the course. She was like on a high. She wasn't binging. Like she really feel like she felt like things were going really, really well. And then she got into this downward spiral, this rut, and she had a few binges and she DM'd me and she was like, oh, I just, I loved the course. It it was so good. Like I, I felt like I made all this great change and now I've just, I feel like a failure. I've I'm back to square one. Like, I'm. what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? And I had to remind her, you're not a failure. Being in a rut or, you know, taking some steps backwards is not a failure. And you were most certainly not at square one again. That is absolute fact. You are a completely different person than you were. Let's say so before the course, she was binging. She did the course. She was on a high. She finished it, she was still on a high, life was great, she felt free, and then she went back into another rut. That first rut versus the second one, she's a completely different person. Her knowledge base around different tools she can use, what's worked for her, knowing her own body, understanding herself more, knowing how to connect with her body, take care of herself, completely different. She's a completely different person. So she is categorically like not back in square one. She has learned so much she is so much stronger so much wiser it's like an analogy I, I shared on a reel once uh, last month or so is you know when we're on this recovery journey or any sort of self-improvement journey in life any change we're making you're climbing this mountain and every step you're getting stronger and stronger you're learning the route you're learning the path for you that works for you and if you fall and fall down a little bit 
you're not back at square one because you are so much stronger, like your muscles are stronger, your mindset is stronger. And, and when you get back up and you start climbing again, it's easier. It's faster for you to get back to where you had fell from because now you, you already know the route. You have that blueprint in your mind so you can take the steps easier. You, you don't have to worry so much. Your body is stronger. Your mind is stronger. And that's exactly the same here when it comes to having ups and downs in life. The downs are never back to square one. You are a completely different person. And so know that you're not a failure, you're not at square one, and you can you can do it. You have the blueprint. You can get back to a great place. And also to remind yourself that if this rut in particular is specific to binge eating, remember that binge eating is not a failure. If you had been binge free or on some sort of a streak for a few weeks or months and then you binge, you're not a failure. That that wasn't a failure. Remember, you know, a binge is not a bad thing morally. It's not a bad thing. It is either your body reaching out as a survival instinct for more food to get in your body. So your body is looking after you. It's, it's a good thing that your body is doing that. Or your body is telling you you're cutting back so many different food groups. You're cutting back carbs, sugar, desserts, like all these things that we like and we feel we feel restricted. So your body, your body and mind are again telling you like loosen the reins, loosen the control. Like we want the variety. We want we want to nourish our soul as well as our body. So it's just another signal. And then if it's more of an emotional thing, you're binging from, you know, maybe some stress, some loneliness. It's again a signal from your body that from your emotions that you're going through something tough and that it didn't know a better way at that time to deal with that, to process those emotions other than to cover it up with food, with the dopamine hit of a binge, with that distraction. Your body's struggling. You were struggling in some way emotionally. And again, it's a signal. Hey, maybe we need to slow down and face these emotions a little bit because they're, they seem pretty big. Like we went to a binge to deal with it. So none of those to me, I don't know about you, but none of those to me sound like a failure. So just remind yourself that you absolutely can change. I know that sometimes when we have these steps backwards, it kind of triggers that belief in us that we may have had before of like, oh, I can't change. I'm never really going to be better. I'm never really going to get there full time, like long term. But you absolutely can change. The fact that you were on a roll before is proof that you can change. You had been making change such that you got onto like into a roll. And remember, it's so much easier for us to focus on these so-called negative things, the downward spirals, than the positive things. Yes, you may be feeling pretty shitty in this sort of negative spiral. But remember, before, that negative spiral didn't exist without there being something more positive feeling before. So it's so easy to forget those positive moments, all the wins, all the progress you had. Definitely don't forget that. Write it down and allow yourself to really feel when you have those wins, when you have that progress, not only celebrate it, but allow yourself to feel the emotional intensity behind it so that you really remember it. Let's go back to those two different types of ruts we can fall into, like how we fall into them. And I'll just share some tips around each of those. So first up, that sudden, something sudden change happens, causes some change and we kind of get affected and we lose that like positive space we were in. So first off, let's acknowledge what happened. Sometimes it's so easy to just like keep like being 
sort of like pulled through life that we just don't even stop to be like, hey, something pretty big happened. Some change happened. And let's just acknowledge that. Like we don't have to expect that things stay constant all all other areas in our life, like our food and body relationship while something big is happening. Let's say it's the emotional thing, something emotional happens. Acknowledge, wow, this big emotion has come up and really threw me for a spin and, you know, validate it. Like, no wonder it threw me for a spin. Like, it was a huge emotion. This really sad thing happened. This thing that made me so angry, so um, stressed, so overwhelmed. It's no wonder, like, it affected my food relationship first because, you know, maybe in the past that's the thing that kind of takes the hit first. So acknowledge, validate, and really take care of yourself emotionally. Maybe now is not the time to be so focused on, like, fixing the food relationship or your body relationship, trying to force yourself to stop obsessing about your weight or putting shame on yourself for self-sabotaging food-wise. Maybe first you need to take care of the emotions, really face them, feel them, honor them, learn from them, and to allow yourself time, time to really work through those emotions and let them be heard, validated, let yourself feel understood. Maybe that sudden change was like a change in pattern in your life. You moved, you're going back to the office, working from home, whatever it may be. Again, acknowledge, wow, this this change in my life, this pattern changed recently. And that, after that, I fell into that spiral. So now I kind of get it. You know, I had this change in my routine. Um, it's understandable why suddenly my food has kind of been all over the place. And then just reminding yourself like, okay, there's been a change. We can adapt. We are adaptable creatures. We'll make this work. Like we can, we can change again. And then maybe it was a big life event or a small life event. Again, acknowledge like, wow, this crazy big thing happened. Okay, let me be aware of that. And maybe there are a lot of emotions tied into that. So it's like another emotional thing, like taking care of the emotions, getting help if you need it as well. Maybe this is a big thing that you need help with. And it's so easy with all of these things to dive into our food and body relationship, like scrutinizing our body, trying to control our food to sort of distract from these other things that have happened, this emotional thing, this life event. So maybe this is your signal to be like, whoa, let's just pause on trying to fix our food and body situation. And let's actually get help on the root of the issue, the reason why we fell into this downward spiral. And so know that you can 100% get back up stronger. Maybe for you, depending on the situation, it's about asking, okay, well, before this all happened, what was working for me? Like how, how were things going well? Why was I on a roll? And how can I sort of reproduce that again in my life? Of course, first tending to like the emotions, getting help if there was a big life event um, happened that you need to deal with. But then it's like, okay, well, what was working before? Can I replicate it? Can we get back into the swing of things? Maybe you do need to change. Maybe what was working before won't all work now because as I said before the example of like having a child maybe what worked for you before not all of it's even applicable right now with having a child so it's about just sitting down and being like okay is there anything new that I need to set up for myself any new processes that are going to help me before we go on I wanted to jump in quickly and let you know about something that could really really help you out 
So if you've been loving these episodes and all of the tips and it's been really helpful, but you need a bit more structure, then I'd love to invite you into one of my two signature courses. We've got the OG, the 30-day reboot. This is an online course that you can literally start today. I share the exact method that hundreds of women have already gone through to stop binge eating and feel quote unquote normal with food again. So if you're so done with being stuck in this binge diet cycle, if you're so ready to kick binge eating out of your life and return to that relaxed, confident, happy version of you that you know is in there deep down, then this course is literally made for you. At 99 pounds, it's literally as much as I used to spend on a few binge takeouts in a few weeks. So trust me, it will pay itself back in no time. It is eye-opening and life-changing as one past alumni put it. We've also got the Empowering Body Love Academy over 10 modules in a self-paced online format as well. You'll go from hating your body, scrutinizing it in the mirror, body checking, fearing weight gain, to completely detaching your self-worth from your body shape or size, to finally feeling like you can accept and appreciate your body for all of it does, finally freeing up mental space for bigger, better things in life. This gem is £249 or get it in three monthly installments at £99 a month. So if you are ready to shine to reach your highest potential, just scroll down to the show notes to join the 30 Day Reboot or Body Love Academy today. All right, let's get back into today's episode. If the catalyst for this downward spiral was something just more slow, like this loss of energy, loss of motivation, loss of momentum, reminding yourself it's okay to have these ups and downs. It's okay to have low phases. You know, as I said, society expects us to be always like on this high, happy, confident, successful, productive, busy, making money, all these things. And it doesn't really ever give us this permission to just be like, oh, you know, I'm just, I'm just not feeling great. Like these past few weeks, I've just been feeling low. I don't really care about anything. Like I can't seem to really get myself to do the things I know I need to do. It's okay to have those phases. Like we don't always have to be on a high. If we're always on a high, then it won't even feel like a high. Like sometimes life, we have these ups and downs. So the light feels lighter. So just giving yourself that, that permission. Like it is okay to have downs. It is okay. I'm not a failure. I'm not lazy. I'm not weak. It's okay to have downs. We all we all have them. And then when you want to start bringing yourself out of that place, when it feels just so heavy and you can't seem to get yourself to do the things that you know will make you feel better, a few things that could help to try out are really coming back to your why. Why had you been doing that work on yourself earlier? Why had you wanted to stay on that role, that that good place? What was it about? Was it so you could have more lightness, more freedom in your life? Was it so you could really be engaged, confident in your social relationships? Was it so you could find the self-confidence, the self-worthiness to find a long-term relationship? Was it because you were just so sick and tired of being sick and tired of hurting your body? Maybe your value, maybe your why in life is living a long healthy life so it's really coming back to this like this bigger why like what you want your life to look like instead of necessarily trying to shame yourself out of this low place so bringing that back to the forefront like why you've been doing all this work in the first place and then we really want to bring about an energy shift when we're in that low state 
sometimes it's just like a negative spiral. We're in a low place, we feel low, then we feel sluggish physically, we don't do as much movement, then we feel negative about ourselves and we're critical and it's just a, like a low place. So we really need to do something that's going to shift this energy. And something, when I had one of my ruts last year, something one of my mentors told me was two things actually, when I was on two different ruts. One was rest. Maybe you have a slow burnout because you literally got burnt out. Like the energy of trying to change things about yourself, trying to um, like make these change in behaviors, beliefs, mindsets, all that. It's tiring. And maybe you just got so burnt out from focusing on this thing. Again, society doesn't really give us this permission, but like maybe you just need some rest to let yourself slow down physically, to just take a break from like the self-improvement, from trying to improve your food and body relationship, rest without as much as you can. I know, I know it's can be tricky sometimes, but without the guilt and shame behind it. Take a week, take two weeks, take a month off from this thing you're trying to improve. Just put it on the back burner and let yourself know, you know what, we're going to come back to it. But for now, we're going to rest and we're really going to rest. We're not going to keep saying that we're in a low rut kind of place where we're not doing the things we need to do. We're going to tell ourselves like, we're resting and this is going to be beautiful. This is going to be positive. I'm going to do all the things that I need to do to feel rested and rejuvenated. So giving yourself the rest that you might need. Maybe it's something totally different. Maybe you don't feel like you need the rest. You actually need this like elevation, this lift of energy. So maybe you need to bring, do something to bring more joy and lightness into your life. And maybe that means nothing to do with, you know, food and body related or whatever this thing is that you're trying to improve, like work on in your life. Maybe again, it's just sort of like put that on the back burner, but what truly is going to lift me and make me feel so much more energized. So I'm ready to jump back into doing this work on myself. Examples for me that might relate to you, maybe you have your own things. For me, it's things like being outdoors, novelty, new experiences, travel, moving my body is a big one in especially ways that feel uh, new and fun and challenging, but not ways that feel forced and stressed. And yeah, just hanging out with friends, having fun, laughing. All of those things help me elevate and lift my energy. So if I'm feeling in a rut, if I'm feeling low motivation, I try to inject these different things as much as I can into my life, bring up the energy, and then I know I'm ready to tackle this thing that I've been working on. Another way to lift the energy, or to shift the energy rather, is to, something I kind of mentioned earlier, is remember like you've done this before, you've already figured out, you've got that blueprint of how to feel great to make progress in this area that you're working on. So look back, what were those, let's say three to five things that were really working for you really well? The things that really moved the needle. Can you just double down on those? We don't have to expect this 180 to be perfect overnight to get out of the rut, to suddenly switch on and do like all the things and yeah, basically be like perfect at getting out of rut. Instead, let's just like, let's just narrow it down, simplify it three to five things, even just three, that had really changed the game for you previously. How about just bit by bit start introducing those back in and without rigidity and rules and pressure. It's not like, for example, um, one of my clients in my group coaching, she had felt she's in a rut lately. And one of the things that lifts her energy, that gets her 
that helps her in terms of not just her energy, but like her food and body mindset is daily walks. At first she was like, okay, so I'm going to do like a walk every day and I'm going to get out of this rut. And then I was like, hang on, let's just, let's not try to be perfect and put so much pressure, like get it, do a 180 with getting out of the rut. Let's go step by step. We don't have to jump out of the rut. We can just walk out of it, like climb out of it slowly, take the pressure off, take the shame out of even being in a rut, add those things bit by bit. So she started saying, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna try to do like a few walks this week. No specifics, no forcing, but just, I'm just gonna do some of these things that I know are gonna make me feel better. No pressure. I'm not trying to force it, but I'm just gonna focus on a small handful of things. So that's something you can try out. One more tip would be when you're in a rut, it's very isolating and you can sort of get very in your head. So something that helps me and that I've seen help my clients, the women in my group coaching is getting help and and or like getting into a community, having that collective energy to help you out, to even just to share the fact that you're in this rut with someone and to have them speak back to you, to hear you, to speak back with support and just like gentleness to have someone just say the words like oh it's okay I I was in a rut like last month and I know it sucks to be in it but how about we just focus on this one thing this week that you know in the past has really helped you out or that can just shift your energy bring a bit more joy and lightness into your life and just having someone else say that instead of trying to like think your way out of a rut and tell yourself all the things you need to do and and when it's already coming from a negative headspace it's so tough So where you can, get help, get community. You never have to do it alone. So those are the tips that I've got. Tried and tested with me, with clients as well. And just to close up, remember, it's okay to have ruts. It's okay to be in a downward spiral. I know it sucks in the moment, but remember there is always hope. The fact you're in a rut, a downward spiral, meant that before you were feeling good and you were on an upward trend maybe or a neutral trend. So you have the blueprint, you've been there before, you can 100% without a doubt get back there and even better. There's always hope. I would definitely recommend addressing the downward spiral sooner than later, getting help sooner than later because, you know, it's called a downward spiral for, for a reason, like it just keeps going downwards. Reach out for help and focus on shifting your energy. Shift it. Something massive. Do a big like weekend trip to a fun place outdoors or plan like a party that's going to get you laughing and having fun with friends whatever it may be for you that is it for this episode I just want to remind you if you haven't heard it recently or even if you have you are so loved so worthy and so more than enough just as you are thank you guys so much for tuning in and I will see you next time And that's the scoop for today. I hope you enjoyed the episode and learned something new that you can start applying to your life. It really helps my podcast to grow and reach more women who are struggling as well when you rate and review. So if you got a spare minute, I would appreciate it so much if you could rate and review. And if you took something from this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could share it with someone in your life. Change someone's day, mood, or even their life. Be that person. I know I absolutely love it when my sister sends me podcast episodes. It just shows me she's thinking of me and she wants to help me elevate alongside her. As always, feel free to DM me on Instagram at freewithbreed. I'm always open for feedback. And let me know what you want me to speak about on the podcast because after all, this podcast is for you. 
Okay, that's it from me. Have a wonderful rest of your day and I will see you next time.